on today's show, six ways musicians can make money during the lockdown. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music, whether they're in lockdown or whether they're not in lockdown. I like to think, Greg, that at some point in the future, someone will discover our podcast and they'll be going through back episodes and they'll stumble across today's and the, the, the whole notion of the lockdown will be but a dim and distant memory. Yes, uh, I but, think a lot you know, of people are starting to possibly suffer from cabin fever. But Myself included, myself included. But let, let's not think too much about me. Let's think about the financial situation of all our DIY musicians out there. Some of them might be lucky enough to be full-time musicians. Some of them might um, just be musicians as, as something that they do within their spare time. And if they earn a little bit of money on the side, then all the better for it. But I hate to think how many weeks we are now um, in lockdown. It, it, it's quite a few. And it may well be that people haven't necessarily been thinking too much about uh, the money that they possibly could be making from their music but it may well be that we've crossed that particular bridge and now maybe financiers are, are a little more of a priority than they have been so I thought maybe it's a good time now to start thinking about ways that uh, DIY musicians and musicians in general can start to possibly make a little bit of money despite the fact that they might be you know in lockdown yeah. and uh, you know confined to quarters there are ways and there are means well as I found out how much you actually get via universal credit which is not a great deal not, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who's in that situation at the moment earning additional money has got to be a good thing and I'm it's got sure to be a heck of a good thing they are thinking about it and it would appear that um I was on a slightly different note um, they were on Indiegogo, which I know is a, a resource that we might have talked about in the past in mm. terms of you know crowdfunding and um, for projects and stuff. There's a bike company, this e-bike company that I've set up, and they've smashed their in terms of how much they wanted to fund by about twenty three thousand percent, and that's going now. So it would appear that you know, although. It might seem like dire at the moment, and no one's got any money. It would. It doesn't seem to be the case. If 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 you come along and offer something good, and it catch uh, catches people's attention, then people are quite happily still investing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. everyone will have obviously their own individual set of financial circumstances, but there are a a lot of people out there who have carried on working quite happily, either a at home or b, um, you know, as 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 maybe some sort of you know form of of key worker. And the thing yeah. that you have to think about is that they may well have more disposable income than ever before, simply because. Yeah. They're not going out in the car, so fuel consumption 
has, has heavily dropped. They're not going out to restaurants, cinemas, theatres, gigs, and, and pretty much any other form of outdoor entertainment. So, it, it, you know, like I say, it may well be that there's quite a lot of people out there who are, whose finances are a little bit rosy. And if those people are in uh, your audience demographic, mm-hmm. it may well be that the, the time is ripe to... Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, uh, another thing that's, you know, it, although people who have been furloughed who are getting 80% of their salary, but when you take out the cost of getting to work uh, and uh, childcare costs potentially, which I believe are ridiculously expensive, yeah, you're right. They could be at least as well off, if not more so, because, you know, as you said, you can't, it's difficult to spend money. It, it is for for a lot of people. We also have to remember that our audience is international, Greg. So obviously we're based in the UK, and the government has a um, a you know a what let's refer to as a furlough scheme, whereby the government is indebted to pay eighty percent of the salary for people who are salaried paye staff. Although, uh, dare we say, uh, self-employed people like ourselves <laughs> fall through the cracks. Thanks for that. Yeah. We don't get 80... Well, yeah, we get 100% of absolutely nothing. Nothing. But enough about it. Anyway, let, let's try and be positive. Yep. And so, let's... I've got, let's so I've got, I've got six. Making money. Come on, Sheldon. Right, so, uh, go on. Well, you, go on. You've got All to right, do some so usefulness. I have seen quite a few of these uh, online and it seems to be coming quite a buzz thing at the moment. And it is do a paid live streaming gig. So we're all familiar indeed. Our live feeds are saturated with people doing uh, free uh, live performances on social media and Twitch and on YouTube. But you could go the other way and you could um, ask people to pay for a ticket for a special um, live streaming gig. Now, I know a lot, I think a lot of people out there will be saying, well, hang on, if I've already been doing live streaming gigs and I've been doing them for free, how do I actually sort of pivot and, and make a change and and now actually start um, asking for money for something I've been doing for free in the uh, yeah. in the first instance. Well, um, scarcity always increases the value of something. So you can say it may well be that I'm only offering 10 or 15 or 20 spaces to this particular live gig. So this is, you know, this is something that, that's quite exclusive and only, you know, the uh, the tippermost, toppermost of my fans are going, are going to be watching it. That's one way. As we've already discussed when we're, we're trying to suggest ways of getting people to a sort of a live show, you could do something special which you haven't been necessarily doing before in your own um, live streaming gig. So, you know, you could have a uh, something where you do a special set of of covers of a particular band you so a could themed make event possibly yes so something that that's you know slightly out of the ordinary something that's been a different to your ordinary sort of setup obviously you can do this what you've read um, a book. so i was thinking you'd want to do a queen set and at the bottom it says a mini set of queen covers not to say that i'm starting to read your mind but I, you know, I'm surprised this wall behind me isn't plastered with Queen posters, as it, as my bedroom used to be when I was sort of growing. But yeah, that that's the well, the band that I'm in at the moment. With well, we're not exactly doing a set of Queen covers, but we are. We're doing a Queen themed tour. 
such as my and indeed several other members of the band's uh, my band's love of that band but yeah something something different something out of the ordinary something that might make people sit up and go oh you know what for for x amount of pounds or dollars that might be a you know something that's that's you know something that's worth it you could even uh, record you know again if you're using zoom as a portal yeah. with which to uh, to do it you could record um said thing and you know send it to them in, in, in a special way yeah, you could you could take requests you know specifically from your audience and and if, if you use well, a platform it, such as zoom as, as we're doing at the moment you know you get a visual interaction between yourself the performer and your audience and other members of the audience do so as well so it could almost be like a, a nice sort of meeting place for your super fans so it's it's something you should uh, i think you know people should definitely consider so the own okay if you are going to turn this into a very an evening with so to speak uh, yes uh, how do you price it that is a very good question um that you always it's always said that you price it at a, a you know at a cost that the market will bear i know um there's been some discussion as to whether you should charge live streaming events or live streaming activities the same as their real world counterparts i think if you um if you think about the level of exclusivity um and how much you might normally be charging for an event i think you know i, I think as as much as you would charge for an individual show and again if you want to put across to your audience that you know i'm actually using this as a way to generate money during these yeah. these lean times so you're not just doing it as a you know as a seat at a live streaming gig you're doing it as a, as a way of supporting me as an artist that might be a way you could incrementally bump up the price the i mean it's a, i suppose something that you could also add is and I talked about this on my uh, live Q&A session yesterday in terms of like, if you are going to do something that's paid, then maybe you need to implement something a little bit better. Uh, you know, so say, for example, a little USB mixer to record the audio properly and things like that. So, you know, do by all means do the, the, the free stuff, which is more kind of not lo-fi, but in terms of, but if you're going to do a private gig, then stepping up your game a little bit and making it a little bit more, you know, making sure the quality is there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for a, a modest outlay. And if you're going to, and then by recording it, I don't, you know, I think you should be able to. You, they're getting a gig, and they're also getting a recording and a video and audio and stuff like that. I think you should be able to charge what six pound. Oh, at least I I took part in in an online uh, film quiz on Thursday night, and the cost of tickets, including booking fee, is it's great, isn't it? Even the world of online gets <laughs> to online booking fee. Thanks, thanks, Eventbrite. It, it was less than a fiver, and but that accounted for over sort of two hours entertainment from from start to finish. And I thought to myself at the end of the experience, you know what, the, the fiver for, for for two hours entertainment that was. That was all right. Plus, the, you know, the, there was the uh, the chance of winning a, uh, a a modest cash prize. We were, yeah, I was eleventh. Never mind. Better luck next time. Better luck next time. So yeah. So point number one, you could do a paid live streaming gig. 
effectively what you've done is you've used your free gigs to raise your profile, build an audience, and now capitalize on a small percentage of those. And effectively, you could be earning 60 quid an hour. You could do, yeah. Which, and, 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 you know, the frequency might be uh, dependent upon you. Yeah. So there you go. More intimate, one-to-one. Intimacy we like. Right, so number two. This one's a bit of a challenge. Write some custom music. What well, do why, do you say it's, why do you say it's a challenge, Greg? Okay, now I understand. I've looked at the notes afterwards. Write some custom music. It, it just made it sound like a lot of work. But please- I know I would say take some form of commission. So the easiest thing that you could say is, right, if you've got a birthday coming up, if you are, if somebody you know has got a birthday coming up, like that's probably uh, putting it in a better light. Why not let me, as a musician that they know and like, write a custom birthday song for them that might feature the names of their pets or have something to do with their, you know, their occupation or their favourite sort of football team? And you know, dare I say, here's a little bit of a tip: if you do write some form of maybe you know birthday uh, music, you know, you you've got yourself a bit of a template there, and maybe you only need to change uh, a couple of words. Also, and you can resell that to the next person down the line. Just maybe do it in a slightly different key, so there's no copyright infringement. It may, it may well be, but again, you can maybe discuss what someone is able to do with said song. Oh, yeah, or again, you could, you know, even just um, blast out a little. Uh, you know, you could charge maybe something for for a little sort of birthday video, but some form of of commission, maybe personal song. That might be, uh, you know, or something for an, for an anniversary, Greg. Can you imagine being in a uh, a long established relationship no. with a significant other, and you might want to surprise them for a special anniversary for a, a little custom song about where they met, and you know, all the all the, all the the tough scrapes that they've gone through. But after all this, you know, Karen and David still love each other. That might be something that someone would be willing to pay a lot of money for. Yes. So now I understand when you put rights and custom music. I thought you meant you have to write someone an individual song that could take a lot of time. But no. CF, it, like, CF and G, there you go. All the major chords. It's got to be happy, upbeat. But yeah. and like I say, you know, you could have something that's a bit of a... Dare I say, you know, I've done this uh, for, for my own particular band, as in I've taken the... Uh, quite a few significant elements from existing songs when I've had to do some really? custom commission. Oh, yeah, we won't, we won't discuss that, that too much here. But, you know, <laughs> let, let's not make it hard for yourself. No. Yes, yeah, so some form of, of uh, custom commission you could individually, you know, write out the lyrics on a, on, on a nice piece of paper as, as a lyric sheet and have that as part of the, of the package. So, again, the, you know, these are, these are things that, again, we're talking about that, that exclusivity. This is something that no one else will have, and it might not really take it that much, uh, that, that, you know, that much time to uh, to slave over again. Major chord C, F, and G, uh, and there you go. You've got a nice little something that you might be able to uh, sell on to somebody at a, a quite a high price, and then it's not that difficult to adopt, adapt, and improve, and change and tweak ever so slightly for the next person who requests it. So I think I think that's a very good idea. Well, there you go. Try it. Let us know how you get and write in the comments beneath.
And if anybody wants to write me a song for my uh, for my upcoming birthday in June, then by all means. Yes. Uh, right. So, moving on to the next one, number three, sell some merch. Most artists, if they're gigging, will have uh, some form of inventory, large or small, in terms of. Um, merchandise that they're carrying if you like me have got bits and bobs stuck in your garage which let's face it you're not going to be able to sell for the next couple of months maybe some form of fire sale is in order so just just go through what you've got heavily discount it Go are on. you going to do that T-shirt that we talked about? Because if you are, I want it. I will. I will buy one. I need to. I need to discuss that with my with my colleagues. I'm speaking <laughs> to them later. Great. So, so cancelled world tour. <laughs> but um, speaking of uh, lockdown specific merchandise, I know a couple of artists who are doing this. Um, they're doing live uh, weekly streams, and those particular streams have a, uh, a you know a specific night. So, so it could well be that you're a jazz musician and um, you're doing a, uh, a live broadcast every Monday, and it's like Monday night jazz. I, I, I've seen two artists create custom T-shirts branded specifically around the name of their weekly live streamed shows and people do like buying tangible physical items of merchandise as means of support so again if you're getting people who are regularly uh, watching your your live streams and those live streams have a theme or a name it could well be that you can you know if you've got an audience you can exploit that name and create yeah. physical merchandise based around your uh, your live stream so that, that's something i think uh, every musician could uh, could take uh, you know could uh, Will you potentially create some merch based around your pub quiz? I could do. Um, I would. Uh, I'd started to create merchandise based dance. around one of our semi-regular internet features, which is us eating crisps. So, um, so it could well be. Yeah, it could well be that because uh, my band has a, a regular weekly pub quiz, I could create a uh, a virtual. You know. Um, the pub quiz t-shirt with the hashtag let's get quizzing and that could be a way of uh, for everyone who's joining in at home to uh, to show their support isn't so, it about uh, time that you did like a a um a branded pint glass with in fact uh somewhere within uh my my room uh do you have a branded pint glass yes there we go why have i never seen them um I don't know. They, they, they were a while ago, two thousand, nearly eight years ago. We started selling those. <laughs> the, right. the reason why we've, ne we've never done any more because they weren't that um, that uh, heavy sellers, and also they broke rather easily. Ah, ah, glass, glassware, fragile. Well, at least now, if you're selling them from home, you only need to worry about the courage, uh, the carriage. Yeah, but you try and think of the yeah. Okay, that's a better point. Yeah, the precariousness of sending glass items through the post. Rather you than me, Greg. Rather you than me. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah. So good. some physical, tangible merchandise that's maybe based around your current lockdown online activities. I think a lot of people would go uh, would go great guns for that. Okay. Right. So moving on to number four, create a gift voucher. 
I don't know about you, Greg, but when it comes to buying birthday presents for certain friends and relatives, and you're always thinking, oh, I've no idea what to buy them. I'm normally the sort of person who goes down to Wilkinson's, goes through their gift voucher uh, rail. It could be Pizza Express. It could be Cineworld. It could be New Look. I'll probably just go, right, I've no idea what to buy them. £30 on a voucher for this particular outlet that's my presence for the sorted. So it may well be that, you know, as a musician, you could do something similar yourself. So the easiest thing that you could maybe do is you could create a gift voucher for a house concert. So obviously you can't necessarily do that now. No. But you can say, you know, at some point in the future when the lockdown has lifted, um, I'm, sell I'm currently now going to sell a gift voucher that you, either you can buy or and use yourself or you can buy and donate to a loved one which will um give the bearer of said voucher one house concert um from me and uh you could probably charge that at a you know at a quite a high rate well, you could do a barbecue party couldn't you You turn up play a barbecue party in you know if the weather's nice, uh, and stuff and do things like that. So at least, yeah, you can turn it into like almost like a decent little gig in someone's home. So, yeah, so in other words, it's a, it's a buy now, use later sort of scheme. I'm doing something similar with a restaurant in Manchester called the Hip Hop chip shop and i've spent 30 pounds on a meal voucher which they can use as cash flow to keep going mm -hmm. and it's going to be redeemable once they they reopen again so i've I, you know i i feel as though i've done my bit in supporting a, a local business keep going yeah. and uh, and they get vital cash flow which will you know which will hopefully see them through this particular lockdown period and you know you can you can do that and, and phrase that to your audience in, in a similar sort of fashion as in you know you can buy a gift voucher now for use when the lockdown is lifted and in doing so you're uh, you know you're uh, you're helping me and my current financial situation so some form of gift i mean a house concert is is just the, the thing that i think it's most sort yeah. of appropriate to or but or you could say you could buy a voucher which entitles the bearer and uh, a plus one to a vip experience at a show of your choice whereby you get free entry to the venue you can come backstage you can you can eat pizzas and you know have a beer with us backstage and you can buy it now and use it at, at any point at one of my future shows have you ever done that uh no i don't want anyone in my dressing room that i don't know <laughs> It's a it's a sanctuary. It's a sanctuary. But but you know it's it, it's something I it's it's something we've talked about in the past, me and my band. But you know it's it's yeah it's something it's that, that you know you know some of my fans. It's something they go and they oh, they you know they they pay a lot of money for for something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, to, yeah. to be inside and in, in, on the inner sort of circle, as it were. Yeah, no, I agree. So. There you go. Some more ideas on how to create a bit of cash from things you're already doing. Yes, um, and there's still two more to go. There are. Right. So number five, it is sell your skills. So do a skills inventory. What can you do that you can charge money for that people can access so most people out there are going to be musicians they're going to be singing uh vocalists so it could well be that you could offer some form of you know musical lesson that you could give online and you know yourself greg 
you know, how much uh, music lessons cost. £20 for half an hour? What? So, you know, that could be a lucrative form of income. So it may well be that you can even just show people uh, how to play um, specifically just your songs, you know, rather than sort of general sort of music lessons. But just think about all the skills that, that you've got that, that you can necessarily monetize that people might want access to. I mean, it could well be that you people just spend money for your time almost. One of, one of my friends, uh, Stu, who's a comedian, he's doing uh, what he refers to as working lunches, whereby if anyone's got a specific, maybe like in the world of comedy, if they're like a, an up and coming sort of stand up, they can come to him with specific ideas as to how to develop their particular act. And he will, you know, spend 40 minutes to an hour with them and people can pay him for his time and he can just analyze where they're at and, and some of their ideas and almost sort of workshop it. So just think of any level of, of skill or, you know, a, a period of time. What can you what can you know what will people gladly pay money for from you yeah so you know maybe write some skills down and you know i suppose sometimes you forget the skills that you have until you actually think about it and kind of go well actually you know i can do this and i can do that and stuff like that so <laughs> and i mean it's something yeah that so I, you know if you know if you are if you consider yourselves a um an accomplished sort of songwriter you can say to them, okay you budding songwriters out there do you have loads of songs that are you know might be half finished or you don't feel as though are particularly up to scratch we can you know we can have a workshop uh in a, in a one-to-one fashion again paying for that level of uh, of intimacy and you could uh, you know you could you could workshop uh you know do sort of like a songwriting workshop and uh, you know try and uh, work through people's uh, half-finished ideas or just you know help people get better within their sort of process yeah <clears throat> so there you go sell your skills capitalize on what you already know I think I've said that twice in a row now. That's quite all right. I'll, okay, it's, so... It's, all, it's emphasis, Greg. It's emphasis. Exactly right. So, finally, number six, start a crowdfunder. I did mention this right at the start, so it's kind of ironic that we're mentioning it right at the end. Yeah, well, you know, it's everything's a circle, Greg. Everything's a circle. Um, you know, most people are familiar with you know, platforms like Patreon, and I think it's yeah. fair to say that most musicians don't have any form of of crowd for i was gonna maybe crowdfunding is not the right word but but means of support from fans on a regular sort of basis i'm a i'm a, I'm a let's use the the term patron i'm a patron of of two particular podcasts which i pay i think two and three dollars a month respectively which when you think about it is a bare minimum of, of giving somebody um $24 a year which if you think about it that's almost like buying two CDs from a from a musician or an artist just because I like what they do yeah. I get access to special sort of content and even if uh, as a musician um you're not creating too much in the way of additional content for patrons you could do something like as long as you're creating content and putting it out on a, on a regular sort of basis you could give and grant your patrons early access to that so if you'd like a video a yeah. week 
or you know, or, or some you know some form of of content or you know podcasts or what have you. It may well be that you can just grant the people who uh, give you money on a you know in a modest sort of level one or two dollars a month. You can just grant them early access to whatever you're putting out, so they you know they feel as though they're getting something for their money, and you don't have to run yourself into the ground yeah. creating all this additional sort of content. So it may well be that if you have been if you have been good to your fans and the, the point that i wanted to make at this particular juncture is do you remember back in july of last year greg when we did deep dive number 12 which was how to bank on your yes, fans, i do remember vaguely yes which was all about you as a musician um engaging your audience, uh, you know, trying to build a and develop a relationship with them, spending time with them, answering all their sort of comments, maybe going live and engaging with your audience, replying to all your comments, that sort of thing, yeah. in order that at some point in the future, each time you did that, you were depositing and placing a little deposit in your fan bank <laughs> for some point in the future where you could well, make a withdrawal. Ladies and gentlemen, now no. is the time to ask well, and that. You make that withdrawal. Is that yeah, uh, BT's got a new record out. Um, oh, here we go again. You'll make BT. And one of the clients that I work with, he um, wrote on, I don't know, on Instagram or something, and two on BT's, saying, oh, I really like it stuff. And, you know, he, and he responded. You know, so this is a guy who's a you know Hollywood film scorer who still makes the effort to say, "Oh, thanks for your support." Uh, and, in, and and in doing so, you like him even more. Yeah. So the the next time he uh, he releases a, a you know a particular release or maybe um, you know puts out a little bit of uh, merchandise, you think, "Oh, actually." He's nice, and but you know because he yeah. uh, he replied to me, you will look more favourably when he asks you for money. And, so, and I think, uh, you know, he, I, I use him as an example just because, you know, he's accomplished so much and in certain circles he's held in very high regard, but at the same time he's still grounded enough to say, look, I don't take this as a given and will respond to fans and say, well, thanks for your feedback, you know. So I think that's quite humbling at the same time and I think it's definitely a pattern of behavior that i think should be you know followed rather yeah. than certain people who think they're above this because whatever so you know if the focus is very much on your audience and engaging with them and speaking to them and spending the time uh, both um online and in real life and you know myself as a as a band and an, as an artist you know, I always go uh, to the merch stall at the end of every show and anyone who wants a photo, anyone who oh, yeah. wants an autograph, we're here for them. So it, it's at some point in the future, like when we release our next item of merchandise and say to people, look, I know that lots of you will already, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll buy this anyway, but in terms of the way things are for musicians i'm counting on you even more again if you make more of a heartfelt ask whether that's a piece of merchandise or whether it's like a you know a regular monthly donation or subscription through some sort of 
patronage to the platform, hopefully that shouldn't be too much of an ask. And people will say, oh, you know what? They've done a, you know, a, a lot of work for me. You know, she's uh, been taught, you know, she always replies to my tweets, that, that sort of thing. Then hopefully that shouldn't be too much of an ask. And if you give people either early access to things or again, in terms of the, the tiers of contributions, you know, you can create um, different types and custom forms of content that's specific to uh, to their level of uh, donation. Then, then all the better. So now might be the time to think about um, some form of Patreon or yeah. monthly subscription crowdfunder type thing. So there you go. That is six ways in which you can create money from the things you already, already know and do. do and the people who already follow you on social media so i think it's, i think everybody who listens to this podcast should be able to enact at least one of those yes and this is um recording this podcast is going to spur me on to try and um come up with that lockdown uh, branded slash themed t-shirts i think uh, i think lots of places are still making merchandise although i think there are some delays in terms of getting it's not a maybe as quick a turnaround as as normal but i think a lot of places are still sort of making merchandise if yeah. people need to uh, make their uh, make new custom items of merch yeah so let us know what uh, you do and how yes. you get on that would be, uh, be good. So if, if you enact any of those, let us know uh, which one you're going to choose in the comments box below, wherever you see this video. Or uh, if, it's a, uh, if, it's, if you're listening via our podcast, which is, which is very popular. Do, do we have an email address for the podcast? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might be able to message us on uh, Anchor FM which is where our podcast is hosted. They might be able to message us there. Oh, what, what's the, now, I'm sure you keep the website up to date, Greg. Yeah, it is. Oh, every episode? Maybe not since the lockdown, I'll be honest. But, well, there uh, we go. Well, you can, you can update with, with this one. And they, they can, they can send, send us a message through the, uh, through the website. The, okay. Just search yeah. uh, 30, music, uh, 30 Minute Music, music Marketing. I think. Google it. Google yeah, it. Google we it, really yeah. should know the name of our own website, really, shouldn't we? Yes, I know. It gets a Busy lot of people. No. I know. Uh, so anyway, there you go. We will see you. And we know it's a few days late this week, but uh, doesn't matter. You know, it's the, the the information is still as relevant today as it would have been on Monday. The most important thing is for everyone out there to stay safe. You all keep well, and we will see you uh, next time round. Thanks very Take much. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.